Hey, welcome to Belonging Before Believing, the home where my favorite song finds its inspiration. I'm Patrick Mathers, pastor of Sovereign Joy Christian Fellowship. And I'm Brian Gumpy, elder at Sovereign Joy Christian Fellowship. And for once, what? I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. We we talked about it. Well, you played my song. It's I not, did. Okay, I was so trying to get you psyched. I was. It was good. It was a good psych up. It was not my favorite song. It's my favorite Beastie Boys song, mm-hmm. Shadrach. And we're going to talk today about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You ready for this? Rack, Shack, and Benny. <laughs> for all you VeggieTales, that's as far as you <laughs> progressed. Did I ever tell you about that time? <laughs> There's this kid at work, and he was wearing his like Pickle Rick pin from Rick Pickle and Morty. Rick! And some customer came through and was like, oh, it's Larry the Cucumber. <laughs> Not quite. And I don't know how <laughs> this kid knew who Larry the Cucumber was, but he totally did because he was so just like emasculated. <laughs> he was like, no, no, it's Pickle Rick. No. Uh, I think I would have rolled with it just for the customer's sake. I I mean, he more or less did. It was yeah. more after they left where yeah. it was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. That was one of the episodes that we watched all the time when, like, you know, like Moana's yeah. on all the time at your yeah. house. And it was from my house for a while. Dude, Rack Shack and Benny was on all the time. I I mean, VeggieTales were okay for a minute. I, uh, I don't like them. <laughs> I think I've seen maybe like three or four episodes. The problem, okay, Th- there's some good, but the problem is with that kind of stuff is if you teach your kids the Bible that way, you have to keep teaching them that way. What you you need to keep entertaining them, and so I think one of the problems in the church today is that now you have big churches needing to entertain the little immature kids who grew up on flannel graphs and comic book Bibles and Veggie Tales. Why you gotta look at me when you say it like that? Because those creepy owls up on your windowsill or give me the jibbities too? <laughs> I'd rather look at you than those guys. All right. All right. Hey, Rack Shag and Benny, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So normally people say Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego as if Abednego is one word. It's not, it's two words. It's Abednego. Two different words. Do Not you, in the ESV. Do you happen to know? Well, it is in like normal good Bibles. Not um, the ESV. <laughs> wow. Do you, do you happen to know their Hebrew names? Because these names were given them oh, to them by King Nebuchadnezzar. I, I know Abednego is Azariah, right? Yes. Hananiah. Yep. Oh. Hananiah. Oh, the third one. I don't know. What's Mishael. Ah, uh, yeah, I wasn't gonna get Hananiah, that. Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Two out of three, though. That's good, dude. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah, yeah. You would have got something on trivial something. In baseball, I'd be making the Hall of Fame with a three thirty three batting average. So, <laughs> one at bat, <laughs> three at bats. I don't you know. You wouldn't be in yeah. the Hall of Fame with one <laughs> at bat, even no. if it was three thirty three. Three. Yeah. So. This How do you get the math three thirty three from getting two right out of? Three? Oh, you're right. Six sixty six. You're not in the math hall of fame. That's <laughs> no, what we just learned. No, but I'm definitely in the baseball <laughs> hall of fame. So this has absolutely nothing to do with anything, but we were about to I'm do gonna... 90 seconds of banter, and I just can't live with that. So, Well, I'm going to have a nip of hooch while you do that. My brother sent me this book. Um, oh, I wish I could remember <sighs> what it, it's called. It's like, oh, 
It's called like One Night Only or like One Night Heroes or something like that. That sounds awful. No, it's all... That sounds like a trashy romance novel. It's these biographies. Each chapter is a different biography of someone who played one game in the NHL. And like all the like... The there, there's enough to fill a book? I guess. Okay. That's remarkable. Yeah. I'm intrigued. Yeah. Dude, Talisker Storm is so good. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Woof. Whew. Yeah, it hit me the same way. It didn't hit me like that Indian food hit me earlier, <laughs> though. That was so potent. Okay, speaking of you, Middle Eastern dishes. I'm surprised you still know your name after <laughs> the way that you, you wow. handled that Indian food. I'm trying to tell you something, and you're like, oh, yeah, tell me, tell me. Woo! And then I'm like, oh, you good? You good? Woo! Okay, I'm going to qualify this. Above my neck, all the orifices were going. <laughs> Above my neck. All my pores, my mouth was stopping, my nose is running, my eyes are dripping, my ears are probably bleeding. Whew. You left me speechless there for a minute. I didn't know how to that's, respond. That's, that was spicy. Good night. I don't know what little pocket of what I ate, but it was crazy spicy. Hmm. Whew. Okay. Daniel. Daniel, Daniel, Daniel. The book of Daniel. Do you got it pulled up there? I do. Daniel okay. chapter 3. Is that where we're going to start? Yeah. Hey, go back and read um, verses 46 and 49 in chapter 2, though. And while you're getting there, I am going to be reading from the New Living Translation. Oh, I should and move. And it reads better. Um, to study, it's probably better to have a more accurate translation, like a New American Standard or an English Standard or a New King James or something along those lines. But for just reading and um, going through a story. This is a really good translation to do that with. So I got the New Living Translation in front of me. You said 48 and 49? 46. 40, 46 through 49. Okay. Also, I'd like to point out New Living Translation, also Abednego, one word. Anyway. Yeah. Wow. Then King Nebuchadnezzar threw himself down before Daniel and worshipped him. And he commanded his people to offer sacrifices and burn sweet incense before him. The king said to Daniel... Truly, your God is the greatest of gods, the Lord over kings, a revealer of mysteries, for you have been able to reveal this secret. What secret? Well, keep going. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to riff on it. All right, fine. Then I, I know what secret, but I just figured. Okay, so here's what happened. So um, <laughs> King Nebuchadnezzar had a dream, and no one could interpret it, and he was getting so pissed with all of his astrologers and fortune tellers and swamis that they couldn't come up with the explanation for this thing. So he said, all right, well, I'm going to kill you all and burn your houses and turn them into an ash heap. So that motivated Daniel, who was a, a Jewish import from the nation of Israel through the exile, to come to King Nebuchadnezzar and interpret the dream and get it right. Not only tell him what the dream was, but also to tell him the interpretation of it. And that's where you pick up. Yes. Then the king appointed Daniel to a high position and gave him many valuable gifts. He made Daniel ruler over the whole pro province of Babylon, as well as chief over all his wise men. At Daniel's request, the king appointed Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to be in charge of all the affairs of the province of Babylon, while Daniel remained in the king's court. All right. So that's where... We pick up the story with these three guys. Well, four Daniel, but um, they're 
three Jewish young men who were brought to the nation of Babylon when King Nebuchadnezzar conquered the nation of Israel. He did with Daniel too, but Daniel's not in this story. We don't know why. I'm pretty sure if he was anywhere in the locale of this story, he would have been there too. So he was pro- he had to have been off doing something. When I re- read this story, and I read it several times before we did this podcast, um, the passage in Romans chapter 12 came to my mind that says, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And in the Phillips translation, it says, don't let the world squeeze you into its mold. And I think that that's a good um, title if we wanted to title this story something. Uh, Don't let the world squeeze you into its mold. Because the whole story that we're about to look at is the world putting pressure on these three guys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, to do something that they were not allowed to do, namely worship a false god, okay? You want me to just jump in? Sure. Okay. I wanted to go see what that verse says in the message, but then I forgot the verse numbers. It's two. It's verse two, Romans 12, two. So while you're looking that up, (laughs) King Nebuchadnezzar made a gold statue 90 feet tall, nine feet wide, and set it up on the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. Now, the dream that Daniel had given him and had interpreted for him had a statue that's head was gold, chest was silver, abdomen and calves bronze, and legs and feet uh, clay mixed with iron. So it had this statue that he sets up, but only a small portion of it was gold. Nebuchadnezzar here makes the whole statue out of gold, indicating He's calling himself God here. That's what he's doing by setting this statue up. Subtle. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So then he sent messengers to the high officers, officials, governors, advisors, treasurers, judges, magistrates, and all the provincial officials to come to the dedication of the statue that he had set up. So everyone came and stood before the statue King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. So the whole point is not the big list of long things, titles, but that everyone is required to come do this, right? This is a society at large, you know, um, command that they're required to go and fulfill. And it isn't like something like the Super Bowl where, you know, in America, you kind of, that's what you do. You watch the Super Bowl on a Sunday. No, this is demanded by the king himself. So it's a little hard for us Americans to wrap our minds around exactly what this meant. But they had to do it. Because even on tax day, you can get an extension. Yeah. <laughs> good, 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 good point. Yeah. <laughs> so there's really there's like, no I'm extension to think here. Something we all have to do. Yep. Yep. And yeah, we don't even all pay taxes. <laughs> then a herald <laughs> shouted out to all the people, people of all races, nations, languages, listen to the king's command. When you hear the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipes, and other musical instruments, banned from now on, bow <laughs> to the ground and worship King Nebuchadnezzar's gold statue. 
If anyone refuses to obey, they will immediately be thrown into a blazing furnace. Again, subtle. <laughs> but he's, the, he's the king of largely the known world at the time. Mm-hmm. There's no reason for him to be subtle. <laughs> he, he can do whatever. There's no theater in that. No, no, well, there, there's some theater. We'll see here in a minute. I mean him being subtle. Oh, okay. Well, there is. Nuance is a good thing. I guess for those who are sophisticated. So, verse 7. At the sound of the band, all of the people from every race or nation or language bowed to the ground and worshipped the gold statue that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. At this point, I just want to say something real quick. So, when we read something like this, it's it's what we want to remember is that this is the known world at the time. Okay? So, this is not talking about... Um, people that Nebuchadnezzar had conquered from like China, India, Germany, um, France, <laughs> you know, the, the Americas. This is talking about people who, who are from that known world at that time. So all of the people who have been conquered by Nebuchadnezzar who are under the Babylonian Empire were commanded to bow down and worship this golden image. But... Some of the astrologers, now remember, these are the guys who in chapter two couldn't do what Nebuchadnezzar wanted them to do, and Daniel came along and did, and they're kind of salty about it, because Daniel's a Jewish kid. They're, these are guys are kids, by the way, like teenagers, early 20s at, the, at best, and so they're salty. They're, they don't like these particular Jews. So it says, some of these astrologers went to the king and informed on the Jews. They said to King Nebuchadnezzar, long live the king. Always say that to the king. Right. They love that. Yeah. Whenever you're around the king, tell him he lives forever. You not, issued a decree. <laughs> not king. Here for a good time, not here for a long time. No. no, no. Got it. King for half an hour. <laughs> Don't go with that. King of the seafood buffet? Don't go for that. No. King forever. Long live the king. You issued a decree requiring all the people to bow down and worship the gold statue when they hear the sound of the band. That decree also states that those who refuse to obey must be thrown into a blazing furnace. But there are some Jews... Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Was it hard not to say who, that in like Beastie Boys cadence? <laughs> Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. Whom you have put in charge of the province of Babylon. They pay no attention to you, your majesty. They refuse to serve your gods and do not worship the gold statue which you have set up. King, king, these guys... Yeah, I got it. Remember how they did good one time? Right. But remember how we done good all the time? Right, whiny. We do whatever you want. Bitter. Yep. That's not fair type dudes. Yep. So Nebuchadnezzar flew into a rage. That's never good, right? I mean, I never want... I don't like anybody flying into a rage, but somebody who actually has the power of my life or death. The dude who runs the, <laughs> quote, blazing furnace. <laughs> the blazing Not furnace. just a furnace blazing furnace. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you'll see why. So he flew into a rage, and he ordered Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to be brought before him. When they were brought in, 
Nebuchadnezzar said, is it true, you guys? You refuse to serve my gods or to worship the gold statue I have set up? I'll give you one more chance to bow down and worship the statue when the band plays. If you refuse, you will be thrown into the blazing furnace. And then what God will be able to rescue you from my power? Now, he just said in the last chapter that Daniel's God is the greatest God and that everyone should bow down and worship Daniel's God. Remember that? You just read that. Yeah. And now what does he say? I feel like this is like one of those like Bond villain type things where he's going to like tell you his plan. He's going to be like, not even James Bond, not even 007 will be able to save you. Yep. Like it has, yeah. Yeah, he monologues here. Yeah, yep. it has all the feel of, <laughs> dude, you're, you're basically calling your own shot in reverse. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you look, if the Bible includes this, like, you know it's not going to go good for this guy, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> God doesn't waste words when he writes scriptures. So, so now we have Ron Howard. <laughs> and then God saved them. <laughs> I'm glad that it's not all there is. Right. I'm glad there's more to it than that, yeah. <laughs> Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied, Oh, Nebuchadnezzar, we don't need to defend ourselves before you. If we are thrown into a blazing furnace, the God whom we serve is able to save us. He will rescue us from your power, your majesty. But even if he doesn't, we want to make it clear to you, your majesty, we will never serve your gods or worship the gold statue you have set up. Bold. Dude, they got stones, that, those guys. I mean, it's one thing to be like, okay, do what you got to do. It's another thing to be like, we're probably going to get saved, but if we don't, we don't even care. Screw you. You're yeah. a chump. <laughs> Which is interesting because up until this point in both chapter one and chapter two, they're very dutiful citizens, mm -hmm. right? They're not like subversive and, you know, trying to incite rebellion or anything like that. They are honestly just upstanding, fine servants of the community of of the government type of and, dude you want your daughters to meet yeah and guys that you want <laughs> on your team yeah you want these guys in the positions that he just put them in in the last chapter and running stuff but he's so arrogant and so cocky that he's like no we're gonna worship this thing i set up and i don't care even if this is a detriment to my own government which is what it's going to be because Daniel and these three guys are running the show, right? They are just under Nebuchadnezzar in terms of authority, these, three, these four guys. So Nebuchadnezzar so furious <laughs> that his face became distorted with rage. <laughs> that paints a picture. <laughs> yep, yep. Picture something Picasso-like. He commit Picasso? Yeah. Like a distorted face. Oh, a distorted. Oh, I see. Yeah. His eye went over to his cheek yeah. and his nose went up on his forehead. Yeah, kinda. that's not what you think of? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I thought of more like an anime, you know, where they just have like exaggerated features as it is. Got it. And then when they get angry, it's just like. <laughs> Does that audibly paint a visual picture? Uh, you'll have to ask somebody who's listening and not <laughs> looking you like dead in the eye. Pterodactyl. <laughs> <laughs> so. Anger makes you foolish, dude. Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> the, 
The Bible better than most. Anger makes you foolish. The wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God, James says. But there are so many places where it says, like in Proverbs 14, Proverbs 15, Proverbs 16, that basically, dude, you're stupid if you get angry a lot. And yeah, (laughs) that's that's the living Bible. I was going to say, is that in the message? (laughs) It's the living. Yeah, I don't know. But basically, anger makes you foolish. You do the stupidest things. When you get angry like this. So here's the stupid thing he does. He commands the furnace to be heated seven times hotter than usual. Which, do they have like a dial on that thing? Like They must. I, they put through seven more logs on? I don't know. I guess. Like, I feel like if you could, when I'm doing a campfire, just because I put more logs on it doesn't make it hotter. I don't, I'm sure somebody could tell us. I'm, maybe Nick. Nick could maybe tell us how you could make a fire. Seven times hotter without so I don't, a dial. Yeah, yeah, without a dial. Okay. That's the only way I know so how. So to be fair, I don't think like it's intended to be quantifiable as if somebody had one of them that? laser thermometers standing why? there next to it and going, uh, yeah, we're good. Throw why, them in. Why, why would you take this away from me? What? Just keep reading. What? <laughs> then he ordered some of his strongest men in the army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and throw them into the furnace. So they tied them up and threw them in fully dressed in their pants, their turbans, their robes, and their other garments. Because the king, in his anger, had demanded such a hot fire in the furnace, the flames killed the soldiers too as they threw the three men in. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, securely tied, fell into the roaring flames. So there you go. How do you get so close that you can throw these dudes in but die. Dude, fire's hot. Well, do you not like just like drop them at some point and be like, eh? Like, no, you obey the king because you don't want to get thrown in yourself. I don't know if my, so I, my use- physical or mental ability could continue to move forward into a flame that's going to actually kill me. Especially when I'm carrying three dudes. Anyway. <laughs> well, it wasn't one guy, but the strongest guys. Okay, so... That's the, what, yeah, that's why the it says they're the strongest is, guys. Dude, he not only kills, like, the top-notch guys in his cabinet, if you will. Tried but to he kill. kills. Spoiler alert. Well, yeah, he kills his strongest men in the army, in his military. Foolishness comes from anger. Or hunger. Anger makes you hangry. Yeah. Anger makes you do stupid things. Once, yeah, now I'm not going to tell. What's that? Never mind. (laughs) Suddenly, Nebuchadnezzar jumped up in amazement and exclaimed to his advisors, didn't we tie up three men and throw them into the furnace? Yes, yes, your majesty, we certainly did, they replied. Look, shouted Nebuchadnezzar, I see four men unbound, walking around in the fire and unharmed, and the fourth looks like a god. Then Nebuchadnezzar came close to the door of the flaming furnace and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out, come here. And Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, hell no, you come in here, chump. (laughs) (laughs) Also a paraphrase. (laughs) No, that didn't happen, but... (laughs) Well, what would, isn't that what you would have said? <laughs> I'd have been like, I'm just fine. I'm me, my buddies, and Jesus, and we're okay. I don't presume <laughs> to know what I would say. I don't either. 
That's kind of what I think I'd do. Especially when it feels like the story happened like 10 minutes after chapter two. Well, where Nebuchadnezzar is acting like he, oh, like we're good now. It's cool. Like <laughs> two days later, I'm going to throw you in a fire. <laughs> and then five minutes later, hey, servants of the most high God, <laughs> buddy. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> buddy. <laughs> uh, no, I want him to come in. I'm like, I'm not coming out, man. You, I know you did this already. Or at least like, hey, send more th- three more dudes <laughs> to come get us. Anyway, so so to their credit, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego are not jerks like I am. They stepped out of the fire. Then all of the high officers, the government officials, the governors, the advisors, all crowded around them and saw the fire had not touched them. Not a hair on their heads was singed. Their clothing was not scorched. They didn't even smell like smoke. Dude, when I go to man camp, I smell like smoke for a week. Dude, when I drink Lagavulin, I smell like smoke for a week. (laughs) Can't imagine not smelling like smoke. That's what I'm saying. When I was in lifeguard, we the pool was heated by a wood a wood furnace, and the water would circulate in and around the furnace where you'd put the wood, Mm -hmm. and so the water would you know, just constantly be flowing around. So we would get that thing so hot. Like it was like, I was, it was kind of stupid. Sorry, but not to you, but to camp. We would get that thing so hot that the whole stack would be glowing. The door would be glowing and we would take our boots and put them on the, the, the door to shut the door and our boots would like melt just down the door. That's how hot it got. That's awesome. Yeah. So I can't imagine this. So they, anyways, they come out. They, have, they don't even smell like smoke. Nebuchadnezzar said, hey, praise God. <laughs> <laughs> praise the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He sent his angel to rescue his servants who trusted him. They defied the king's command and were willing to die rather than to serve or worship any god other than their own god. Therefore, I make a decree. Way to go, dude. Yep, because that's what we need here is another decree. Oh, good. More laws. Yeah, more laws. If any people, whatever their race or language or nation, speak a word against the, sh- the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they will be torn limb from limb, and their houses will be turned into heaps of rubble. There is no God who can rescue like this. As if God needed that. Right. Or any- Dude, just, he's just trying to save face. Is that what he's trying to do? I, I, I don't know. But my, I like verse 30. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to even higher positions in the <laughs> province of Babylon. Dude, I've heard stories where, <laughs> where, where somebody fired the wrong person. Like, they go in, they let this person go, and then they find out, no, dude, you were supposed to fire that guy. It's just like, oh, crap, what do I do? But you don't bring them back. You, you cannot bring back somebody <laughs> that you fired. They cannot work for you after you fired them. It just will not work. It's awkward. Their productivity will not be good. They're like, ugh. So not only... I think you can of God. Not only did he fire them, <laughs> he fired them. <laughs> and it's like, oh, well, dust yourself off because I'm giving you a raise. <laughs> I think it's like, you remember the Mount of Transfiguration where Peter was like, he didn't know what to say, so he just blurted out, hey, maybe we should build some tents, <laughs> right? He doesn't know what to say, so he blurts that out, and then God has to interrupt him and be like, 
shut up. This is my son. Listen to him. I think it's like that. Just you have to say something. He's the king. He's got to say something. So as you just goes, oh, you guys get better stuff and cooler titles. You want you want you you want your job back or? Hey, and anybody doesn't like this, I'm gonna burn your house down and tear you limb from limb. Uh, so it, was a, it was a different time. <laughs> and people are pissed at Trump. Dude. <laughs> I mean, we're, look, we're not his fans, but still. I mean, come on. There's been way worse leaders in the history of the world. Oh, gosh. I, I don't want to get into it. <laughs> I'll say, I said it. I'm fine. Oh, boy. Hey, that's the story. Do you got anything else on that? Uh, Nebuchadnezzar is hes a weird character. How so? I mean, well, he's just schizophrenic. He's like, I'm good. Oh, like, I'm a terrible king. They're like, oh, dude, you've been serving the most high God. This, this, yes, this has got to be the one true God. We're cool. And then he turns around. Oh, statue. Oh, what? You don't want to bow down and worship me? Even though I said your God was the most high God 10 minutes ago? Throw you into the fire. Oh, look, you worship the one true God. I should do the same thing. So he kind of does in chapter four. Uh, We're not there yet, but he starts wandering around his palace and he starts boasting. He's like, hot dog, I'm good. Look at all this stuff I done. Look at this beautiful hanging gardens. Look at all my army. Look at all this stuff. He's like, man, I'm amazing. And God shows up and turns him stupid, right? Turns him into an animal. Like, yeah. not literally into an Talons, animal. like... like- well, his fingernails grew. He didn't like. No, it doesn't it, it say that they were like talons. His fingernails grew like talons. Yeah. 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 But I mean, it wasn't like a Harry Potter thing what? where God yeah. cast some spell on him. But he went out and he was mad for like several years. And then God suddenly brought sanity back to him. And the end of chapter four of Daniel is one of the most exalted exclamations of praise to God in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. It is so good. And so I believe I'm going to see Nebuchadnezzar in heaven, despite all his faults. No, I know. I, I tend to agree. But, dude, you read through the book of Daniel, and it's just like, this guy is schizophrenic. He, yeah, yeah. He's... Or he has a short memory. Hot or cold? He's, Can we say that? He's 10-second Tom. <laughs> he's had his ups and downs. Yeah. Right, we're hot and cold. I'm just caught up with one. You like that? Yeah. 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 Uh, anyway. Hey, you got one question for the day? Yeah. Okay, if you could call any one person in the world and have a one-hour conversation with them, who would you call? Uh, one hour? Yeah. With any you win person a contest, in the world. You get to call any one person, one-hour phone call. Oh. <sighs> This could go so many different directions. The one that comes to mind right now, maybe it's because we're talking about all this political stuff right now, Edward Snowden. Oh. One hour with Edward Snowden. I thought you were going to say Kim Jong-un. <laughs> what would we talk about? Dennis Rodman. No way. I want to uh, say, I want to ask him all the hardball questions. Oh, dude. Well, I guess I could ask Edward Snowden some hardball questions. You, could, yeah, you yeah. follow him on Twitter? Edward Snowden? Yeah. No. I do. Oh, good. A lot of it's over. <laughs> a lot of it's over my head, frankly. Oh, okay. But like, yeah, uh, yeah. I didn't know if I was supposed to congratulate you there or what. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do. Good job, Brad. <laughs> yeah. 
I can push buttons too. <laughs> anyway, yeah, uh, just to hear about someone who has been on the run from the United States government for how many years now and knows all these secrets apparently and knows how to get the secrets and like knows how like the government works and all the things that are nefarious and all the things that are good and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Who else is like that that we know about? Well, yeah, who, who we know about. Yeah. There's probably lots of people that are like that. They just play ball. They just play baseball? Yeah, sure. Anyway. They only play one game. Who's yours? Nice. They get 600. That's a, is that a, the number they get? It's a callback. 600? Like Who's my one? Yeah. Um, okay. You, <laughs> this is so weird. Uh, I kind of... Jim Neighbors. No, no, no. I want to talk with people that like I I don't really understand or get. Yeah. So no, I totally. kind of want to talk to like Vladimir Putin. And <laughs> we are in a political mood right now. But but I mean he's like, dude's kind of nuts, and <laughs> you know. And I kind of want to just talk with him and just go, you know, how many stories would you have coming away from that call? Going, dude, this guy's bad. I don't know. Huh. Is that wrong? Is that a bad one? No. No? No, not at all. You know, another one who I'd like to talk to is I would love to talk to some obscure missionary somewhere in the world. Like, I don't even know their name. I don't know how I'd get a hold of them or whatever, but I would want to talk to somebody who's just out there not, and, and just, yeah, I would just want to talk with them and hear because, man, I, I guarantee they know Jesus way better than I do, hmm. and I want to hear about that. Hmm. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. I don't want to talk to some celebrity. Yeah. They're all chumps anyways. Yeah. All right. Sweet. Well, <clears throat> I hope that you guys are enjoying these Bible stories that we're going through. Um, if you hate them, then... Don't tell us. No, I want to know. I want to know. If you love them, but you want to hear a different story, then I want to know that as well. Leave a rating. Leave a review. Please, 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 please. And ask more questions. Come on, party people, and ask your questions. And you can text us if you want. Again, our phone numbers are on the church website. <laughs> I added mine. I, I felt bad leaving you out there all by yourself. So. I have gotten calls. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't. What the heck, everybody? Anyway, that's fine. You're too busy. Yeah. So, we love you, and Pat believes that you belong. Just three.